0: Mr. Arthur, we are here coming in right before the, the snow, I think. I think, Mr. Arthur, are we safe and sound? I don't know. I heard it. We had a
1: little bit of snow flurries this afternoon already. So Now we're down to just cloudy.
0: Okay. So maybe... Brief snow flurries. Brief snow flurries. Uh, said it could be back in a few minutes. So here we go. Oh, I wasn't even paying attention, Mr. Arthur. There's snow behind you. Holy cow. Let's get this over with. All right, let's roll. So, Mr. Arthur, you know, I was thinking about it. I was reminiscing. I was thinking about last week. And what better way to think about last week than looking at what our kids are saying about last week. Um, So, you know, Mr. Arthur, I was thinking as I was going through this, you can really tell who did their work on time because you can see what they learned and they'll talk about things that might have happened this week and you can tell that, ooh, they done their assignment late. Yeah. But I'm not going to uh, – I'm putting that behind us, putting that away to the side. It's fine. Progress reports are home. It's <laughs> a good day. So, Mr. Arthur, here we go, going through this. I, you know, I'm going to just talk about a couple of the quotes okay. that we have uh, and it's going to kind of maybe bleed into – some things they learned. I really, I like seeing these things, and we we you know keep the questions kind of the same every week. Um, but you know, what is your favorite part of the the podcast from last week? So, uh, I apparently said, "What is a weekend?" Which is funny because I said that on Thursday, and then the weekend performed at the Super Bowl, which. Mm-hmm. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was good. I'm a Weekend fan, Uh, or I guess I should say I'm a fan of The Weekend. Um, You know, some of the choreography—I don't know—it wasn't really. um, I felt like I could do some of the choreography, and I guess I have a problem with that. Um, But overall, music-wise, it was just beautiful. But anyway, what is a Weekend, and who is The Weekend? Uh, So, Mr. Arthur. People liked that we talked about trying to find kids passion in life and trying to relate that back to agriculture, which I think that's uh, something that me and you really stand by. Um, you as uh, growing up real agriculture and trying to relate that to kids and me growing up this fake agriculture, trying to bring that, um, you know, love to people that are maybe be fake agriculture like me. And um, I really like trying to find the passion in life for those things. So. They also liked that we talked about kids passing out. And, but again, again, that was that was fake. That was not real. Now nobody um, actually passed out. No one actually passed out. I probably should say that. I should say that out loud. No one actually passed out. Mr. Arthur was just giving a dramatic retelling of how freshmen uh, be acting when uh, they see a carcass, which is just pre-chicken. Like, it's just a pre-eight piece. Like, that's all that we were doing. Uh, There was four of them, so it's just, it's a family gathering with 32 pieces of chicken. Like, that's all. That happens at least 12 times a week where you're from, right? Yes. Me too. Like, I mean, that's just my people. And, uh, you know, if that's pre battered and hanging up on a weird hook thing that Mr. Vines made in 1978, it's on a weird hook thing that Mr. Vines made in 1978. Not that big of a deal. So, anyway, those are a couple of the... uh, quotes mr arthur i will have to apologize to my son uh because i forgot that he has a Chowini, and apparently i made fun of Chowinis. um that sounds like me it sounds like something i would do i do make fun of uh animal breeds a lot um because you're talking about how many breeds of dogs there are and to
1: quit inventing new ones right that was it being unnecessary i'll be on the record saying that
0: Yes, completely. Uh, it just feels a little fake, you know, because there's so many. And uh, it's like, oh, what's a pencil and a pen? Oh, it's a, a pencil, you know? And it's like, do we need that? And that's how uh, dog breeds will happen a lot.
1: Mr. Riley, I was looking over these quotes as well, and there was a couple that stood out to me. And I hate that some of these actually say a kid's name, but I'm just going to go with it. Um One of them says, Annie is strong enough to break my wire cutters, which I think is pretty awesome. Girl power, but right below it, one of our strong young men says, moving water buckets is a strenuous task. So take notes from Annie breaking wire cutters. You can move a water bucket. You know who you are. The next one uh, is also your son. But there's two things he said that I think need to be mentioned.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Number one, he misses Parker. We all miss Parker. Parker, come back. Uh, For those of you who said, why are you calling out Parker? Parker's our TA for like two hours of the day, and not having him has been kind of tough. So we want Parker back. And then um, what a heavenly bamboo plan is. I would like Connor Johnson – to uh tell me when we come back from break his interpretation of a heavenly bamboo plant
0: okay uh and if anybody needs clarification before that just check out the number below call it and uh connor will help you with your uh horticultural base question so those are good ones mr arthur big fan of that uh that was a a theme of of missing uh Missing students and that kind of goes into what we're going to talk about next. Okay. Uh, so did you have anything else for just, the talking about last week kind of stuff?
1: I don't think so. Uh,
0: I, I do want to, uh, for the seven of you that listen to this religiously, I, I just want to tell you, thank you for being honest with your feedback. Uh, thank you for telling us uh, challenges that you faced throughout the week because me and Mr. Arthur read this, uh, I spend a lot of my Friday checking up on this and trying to reply to emails and all. I really like seeing like, ooh, this worked for me, or ooh, I need more help with this. I really, really like that. Uh, And we kind of plan how we're going to uh, attack contests the next week with that information. So be completely honest and uh, it helps us out a lot. So Mr. Arthur, we're talking about, you know, we were missing a few students this week. And it was a, a sad thing for sure, uh, because we are educators, we, we love to educate. And we, there's no better way to educate than face-to-face or, or as best as you can, you know? And so when you're when you're taking that away from us, it, it, it's sad. I, I'm not a fan of it. Especially the fact that we're
1: in the middle of CDE training, we're used to working with groups. And by the end of the week, I only had one poultry student in the last in our last block and that was really difficult because I don't feel like she learned as much as she needed to and it's also hard to teach to just one student one-on-one so um, I hope that you take this podcast as an opportunity uh, to feel included if you were at home this week Um, you know maybe you can catch up on some of the things that happened while you weren't here Uh, know that we missed you but also know that because you weren't here Uh, it's very important that you check up on your Google Classrooms and stay up to date with the material that we're posting because rolling into something we're going to talk about later, CDs are coming up very quickly. So stay on top of it. If you have any questions, send us an email. And if we have electricity this week, we'll answer it. Yeah.
0: Sounds like a plan. Uh, So, Mr. Arthur, you know, uh, most evenings, you know, you see the moon. it it moves on, you know, it it signifies night, even though it can show up during the day. And, you know, it's kind of special when you see a moon bright and early in the morning about Mm -hmm. what, 7.57, something like that. So Mr. Arthur, tell us about a time, uh, I don't know, maybe this week where our morning started with a moon.
1: Yeah. So Tuesday morning, about 7.45, we're standing out on duty, waiting on our lovely students to walk in the door and uh, here pulls up Donnie Moon. And uh, so we had a 4-H meeting on Tuesday morning. Um, and Mr. Moon went over a lot of good stuff. I put this in the meeting notes to tell you this. Several of you haven't paid your 4-H dues yet. Um, and I know that it is February. But the big 4-H event um, is in the summertime. And we would love for some of our students to compete. That compete for us to also compete for Mr. Moon and Miss Shirley at 4-H University this summer. So uh, we did start our morning with a moon on Tuesday, um, but we said that to say, please get in your $10 4-H dues so you can compete for uh, Mr. Donnie and Miss Karen at 4-HU this summer.
0: Guys, I'm sorry. I didn't know he was going to use that as a plug to get you to pay your dues. I'm sorry. I feel like that's on me. Uh, but I would also like to say, Mr. Arthur, by doing that, there are some opportunities that 4-H has that FFA doesn't have. There are some different avenues of, fields of study that uh, 4-H covers and so maybe if uh maybe you have many different talents and many different interests you know maybe there might be a, a, a 4-H competition that is perfect for you for your one of your many interests.
1: Mr. Arthur I might have to pause you for just a second I'm getting a call from Washington D.C. it may be somebody at the White oh House. Oh my gosh. It, oh
0: please, right please Mr. Here. Arthur you're yes yes yeah. Hello. no Mm.
1: oh thank you so much yeah all right tomorrow at 8 okay okay it was Rachel at IRS services okay
0: okay Mr. Arthur I thought it was a tropical vacation and I was gonna say let's do that now tropical vacation would be nice they're gonna garnish my wages oh my gosh (laughs) oh man so uh away from garnish and food science and stuff, let's go back to our Mr. Arthur. uh, That's really the 4-H segment. Uh, So, uh, you put in here that we had a cheesy week. Now, I know I tell bad jokes, um, but I don't think that's what you're going for here. Nope. This
1: week, um, it didn't all happen on the same day because of schedules and people being out, but uh, our milk quality and products team that normally would taste cheeses and milks uh, for their contest. This year, their contest has been altered a bit. It's more of a testing type contest due to being virtual, but I thought that our students should still get the same experience of at least getting to taste some of these cheeses, maybe give them a little bit of a hook for next year, then want to come back and compete. And so I went uh, this past weekend and bought, um, I think about 12 of the 19 cheeses in the contest. Uh, can you believe I forgot cream cheese? I can <laughs> get that anywhere, but I just forgot it. And so um, I got nine, uh, 12 of the 19, and we tried them, and there were some that made students gag. There were some uh, that students hated. And what I think is so funny, and we talked about it today, was we were sitting out in the back of the shop at our octagon picnic table, and I was you know, going over each cheese and the fat and moisture content and telling them about the cheese and how to identify it. And we got to Swiss, and I cut up Swiss, you know, and it's obviously the, the cartoon cheese. It's what everybody sees in cartoons. It has holes in it, and uh, we were talking about the gases getting trapped and creating those holes, and Miss um, Madison Green took a bite of it, and I thought she was going to throw up on me. Uh, she was over it, and she said, that's worse than blue cheese, agree. and I have to agree with her. It is the worst. No. I, I can't stand eating cold Swiss cheese now on a Philly cheesesteak yep. it's top-notch right but in eating it, it as a piece of cheese mm-hmm. is
0: oh it's tragic the worst, right? the worst. It, it's, it, tragic. It's, it's like the, it, I mean it is just mm, mm, not, a fan Mr. Arthur. Oh. not a fan of that at all I, I do have one uh point of correction if yeah. you don't mind Mr. Arthur, it's not an octagon picnic table. It's an octagonal picnic table.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, octagonal.
0: Octagonal. Uh, Say octagonal.
1: Does say octagonal?
0: Uh, uh, I. Octagon. Mr. Arthur, uh, I talked to the uh, the builders of said picnic table. Mm -hmm. Uh, We refer to it as octagonal.
1: Okay. I just couldn't remember what I
0: said. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, it, it, again, just a minor correction. Uh, I, I, I don't want to get the hate mail. I don't want people blowing up my son's uh, hotline later yeah. getting mad. You know, the, the backlash is just immeasurable, really. <laughs> um, so, Mr. Arthur, this uh, I would like to talk about a little bit. Uh, yeah. We had, uh, I th- back in the day, would this be correspondence class? Um, Something like that. <laughs> we had it set up where one of our members uh, was able to train uh, virtually uh, with the delivery or with the the silent pickup of uh, his electrical board, and I think that was just uh, you know giving us a curveball and then just trying to make the best of it kind of okay. situation. And Definitely. I think um, it really defined my week. I, I you know I had to. You know, at one point we forgot, you know, uh, 12-3 and that kind of stuff. And so we're subbing out things and and we had to make drops and pickups and that kind of stuff. So we wouldn't, you know, disperse uh, and and break quarantine and that kind of stuff. But I think we did it, uh, one, safely. And two, it really added uh, a new layer to to his training and being able to get ready so that this week was not a bust for him. there was
1: definitely an increase in uh, problem-solving. And uh, I'm not sure how I'm trying to word this, but his capability now for problem-solving is far surpassed what it has been in the past because you had to work tirelessly with him to, to make sure things were right. And so that's dedication. That's all I can say.
0: It's dedication. And it's one of those things that that's what contest season is to me. That, that is those situations that I just love about it. Because it gives kids opportunities that you wouldn't have anywhere else. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, and he, you know, like you said, his problem solving was not just you know how do I make this scenario work within the studs on this fake wall section for my electrical panel, but uh, it's tripping the breaker in my actual house. Yeah. How do I how do I fix that problem? And you know, it was real life, and it was it was so good. It, I mean. That's really what education should be. Uh, just a lot of problem solving because problems don't stop when you graduate.
1: No, they most certainly do not. So,
0: uh, Mr. Archer, uh, do you have anything else from the week?
1: I don't think so. I think we have a little bit of FFA news to talk about if you want to start rolling into that.
0: You know, last week we talked about it, and I did leave a question on the uh, on the form from last week, if you don't mind, Mr. Arthur, before we leave, let's just knock out the form so I don't make any more mistakes on it. Okay. Um, but I did leave that whole thing about Blaison in there again. Uh, our our wonderful state parliamentarian that was so gracious to give us a workshop that has not been posted yet. Um, but anyway, uh, what we were talking about in the podcast last week was our national vice president representing the southern region miss artha Jonasaw. is that how we say it correctly i think so i didn't hear her say it today but i, I didn't I think- hear her say it either but i'm going to just reach down into the seven times that i've been below alexandria and i'm just going to pronounce it Jonasaw. and uh is that okay with you yeah i think so okay I, you just dropped that t and it's a great thing but anyway artha was a wonderful delightful presence in the ag department today virtually she uh you know phoned in and we were with several chapters from our area and even one from not our area in the later session uh but i thought it was an experience that kids are missing out right now and it was it it was not as good as a face-to-face meeting you know having a national officer in the ag department would have been amazing Mm. uh but this was the next best thing i think yeah Uh, it was really special she got to do a, a workshop with him got to give a little speech to him later in the day we got to get some of the older kids some of the younger kids i thought it was really interesting really fun what do you think
1: no I, I thoroughly enjoyed it um you know we talked about and i even talked to some of the students that you know they enjoyed the workshop and they said you know she did the best she could being virtual and i couldn't agree more we had you know some issues with technology that we told our students about today but I thought our students did an excellent job. They were, for the most part, into what she was doing. Um, I thought her speech in the afternoon was awesome. And the fact that we didn't get to see her one day, uh, one time with one class, but, you know, multiple times today, uh, she was here with us. And like I, like you said, I think it would have been awesome to have her in the Ag Department. But, um, you know, in the COVID world we live in, this was definitely the next best thing.
0: You know, Mr. Arthur, I've been teaching the ag for, this is, I think, year number eight. I can't remember. Uh, That's only my second, like, personal experience with a national officer, Mm -hmm. I think. Well, outside of, like, just weird meet and greets at state convention, national convention stuff, Uh, but, like, in the ag department situation, I think that's only the second one, and uh, it was definitely a special thing. It's definitely something that I'll remember, and uh, I know the kids will remember, too, you know. You know we we tell our students all the time that uh,
1: there's nothing that you can't attain there's nothing that you can't do and i hope one day that we get to have a national officer i think that would be you know i think that's every ag teacher's goal but I, i've spent time with them uh, with several national officers uh through you know ffa camp and that kind of thing when i was uh, working with the state office for that short time and they're just good people always you know and So I hate that our students got to miss out on that today and getting to see how uh, normal they are. Mm -hmm. They're just another student. Um, But I thought Arthur did an excellent job with engaging with our students. Um, You know, the students that were engaged with her uh, will have something to remember for the rest of their FFA career.
0: Right. So kind of, you know, goes from, you know, I used to say that we're covering local, area, state, whatever. Uh, starting at National and working our way down, uh, we have state competitions coming up, Mr. Arthur. And yeah. I have I have my CVE binder <clears throat> here. I'm going to bore them with some dates that they're not going to listen to. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to read this. I could read off this calendar. I want to show them the calendar, and then they can do whatever they want to with it. But this, if you're ever wondering what happens in – an act teacher's life. This is our calendar. This is March. In two weeks, this is what it looks like: mass chaos. <laughs> so, if you want to know when your competition is, for one, you probably should have listened because we might have covered in class. Two is uh, we'll be covering that when it gets closer to the day. We'll be setting up times with your teachers and all next week. And uh, next week that we are at school because. Uh, basically, for those of you that are going to be competing, it will be your third and fourth block that day. Uh, We're only doing one competition a day, but for any of those that are competing in those first two weeks of March, you'll come to the Ag Department the third block, and y'all will be with us for third and fourth block. Uh, and I think me and Mr. Arthur are uh, figuring out ways, you know, make sure you'll be fed and happy to go. Uh, so uh, be on the lookout for that, and... Well, Mr. Arthur, I guess that kind of builds into the second thing or the last thing. Yeah. You want to handle that?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, So next week we roll into winter break. Um, If you've looked at the forecast or you heard us talking about it today, it is supposed to be super cold. Um, So if you are locked up in the house with nothing to do – and I say this in all seriousness – please keep yourself as sharp as possible on that CDE material while we're out. Um, I know it's your break. I get it. It's our break, too. Um, But don't come back cold on that material. And I wrote in in our notes, you know, literally, you're going to be cold. We get it. But for real, don't don't go completely cold on that material. Keep yourself sharp because it's going to be so hard for us to get you back sharp uh, with the one week that we have left. So if, if it's taken a test two times while you're out, um, just to keep your mind sharp, please do that. We've got those random tests posted. Um, we've got stuff on Google Classroom for you to look at. If you need a set of cows to judge, shoot us an email, and we'll send you the livestock judging information to log into. Um, because if you don't keep your mind sharp, then the week we come back is gonna be pretty tough on you because we're gonna be tough on you anyway, trying to be sure that we're ready. So uh, keep yourself sharp and if you have any questions, like I mentioned earlier, for have electricity will respond to your email.
0: Mr. Arthur, I can just, you know, you see you're watching the snow, you got the, the window open, you're, or, you know, blinds back, watching the snow, and you're just reading that 2016 state test, you know, just getting ready for it. Just oh man, wow. Looking at random animal science, plant <laughs> science, you just, whoo, breathe in, it'll warm you up. Uh, so to try that. I don't, I don't know. It can't out, you know. So, Mr. Arthur, do you have anything else? I don't think so. All right. Uh, are we in danger of running over? Oh,
1: nope, I think we're good.
0: Okay. Mr. Arthur, as is tradition, I have a little quiz for you. Um, as is the tradition most weeks, I'm going to act like you almost have a clue who this is. Uh, because there's a chance you do. And your... Uh, the amount of pop culture knowledge you have, Mr. Arthur, is always, um, uh, it, it surprises me every week, uh, the amount of pop culture knowledge you have. But sometimes you yeah, have more than I more than I think. I'm not you know, down planning. But Mr. Arthur, The Fray, have you ever? Have I ever heard of him? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. You know have I heard of him? Huh, you know why I've heard of them? Why, because Annie was talking about him in practice today. Was she yep. okay?
0: Well, uh, I, mean, I
1: really, in all seriousness, I've, I've heard of them before. Okay, I,
0: you, I thought you should have, um, because back in the year of what was it about 2005, and there was a certain TV show storming the world, it was Grey's Anatomy. And uh, there was one song that blew up on Grey's Anatomy. Can I guess
1: it? Can I guess
0: it? Uh, Sure, Mr. Arthur. How
1: to Save a Life.
0: Oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm so glad that was not a uh, quiz question, because that would have just popped the balloon I had. Anyway, Mr. Arthur, Mm -hmm. The Fray. Okay. They are an American rock band. They were formed in 2002 by schoolmates Isaac Slade and Joe King. Huh. Um, well, anyway, they achieved success with the release of their debut album, which was entitled How to Save a Life. Uh That was 2005. <clears throat> it would uh, end up being certified double platinum uh, by the Album Association, and it was platinum in Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and even the UK. I want to know, which Western United States city are they from? Would you like a hint? Yeah, give me a hint. Okay. This area did not have a single resident in 1858. Would you like to venture a guess? Um, I'm not sure how west, so no. Okay. Uh, by 1888, 30 years later, they had almost 200,000 people living there. And that was due to the gold rush. Right. Um, And I'm going to give you the final hint. And this should really be the ringer. Uh, You can see 200 named peaks from this uh, city, including 32 that are 13,000 feet or tall. Denver. Denver, Colorado. That is correct, sir. The Mile High City itself. Mm -hmm. Do you know that they have 300 days of sunlight there? I don't even know what that means. I thought I had sunlight every day. Um, (laughs) But visitdenver.com really wanted you to know 300 days of sunlight. I'm proud of them. Um, I have no idea what that means. Anyway, so the band's first single Mm -hmm. was not How to Save a woman. okay? Uh, It referenced what form of mass transit, okay, Would you like to venture a shot in the dark guess? Like with your Brooklyn guesses and stuff? It's transportation. It's a form of mass transit, mass transportation.
1: Well, I was going to say subway, but in Denver, I don't think that's a thing. Okay. Um,
0: And I mean, would it be something you would see in Denver? I honestly don't know, Mr. Arthur. I know they have the weird airport. And I know they have the Broncos, the Rockies, and the Avalanche. And that's pretty much my Colorado uh, knowledge base. Um, So I'm going to go on to the hint, Mr. Arthur. The mass transportation thing I'm talking about, it uses railways. Mm -hmm. In America, it was first seen in New York City. But then it was replaced due to it being cumbersome. Um, They are still famously used in a certain Californian city.
1: Mm-hmm. What we got? Uh, you're talking about San Francisco?
0: Mm-hmm. Cable cars? Cable cars, Mr. Arthur. Good job. Good job. Uh, as I was writing this quiz, I found out that there's many differences between streetcars, trolleys, and cable cars. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember any of them, really, to be for sure. I think cable cars have a permanent cable-attached underground. And that's basically what I remember. Um, I remember correctly, mm-hmm. obviously. In Full House, all the time there was that yeah.
1: cable car, you know, right. cut to thing. Yeah. But then, was it in Princess Diaries where she tops the hill or whatever, and she
0: runs into the cable car? That that feels right, Mr. Arthur. Uh, that's that movie I tried to forget because subs always left it when I was in uh, elementary school. <laughs> um, it was rated PG, man. It had been a trolley, though. I don't know. I, you know, again, I read it minutes ago, and I can't. I honestly have no idea. Um, so, Mr. Arthur, that is my quiz for the week. Uh, I think we all learned something about ourselves and about mass transportation. And, you know, if you don't come to the Talking Dose podcast for those sorts of things, then what are you even doing? Um, so, Mr. Arthur, do you have any parting words for our, our sweet children? Stay warm, stay sharp and continue to come here <laughs> alright wow, you are always ending on that odd <laughs> note Mr. Arthur. I'm going to just wrap it up there I'm going to okay. go I'm going to call a, a, a cable car and get out of here um, so guys, until next time we out